to not you know condemn people condemn people for what they believe preference or whatever their minds are automatically turned off because it's like they already have that preconceived like fear and that preconceived notion of this is what it is and, and i don't want to be you know and i don't want to be a part of it by any means at all so i feel like that's why it's been such a hard issue to talk about because it's like it's like the one thing that the church is in the past, it's it's becoming more accepted now, obviously, because of the times that we're in. But that the church in the past just didn't associate with, or just didn't want to be associated with, which then leads to people, you know, having like hardened hearts towards it. But that's just something that I've seen too. And I, I would agree with you, Tim. And then something is that. Uh... The thing is that the fact that these people, they are not speaking a lie, you know, they speak the truth, like, if you are living in sin, you will go to hell if you don't correct your way, so it's like, I'm, I'm not quick to condemn people who do that, because it's like, eh, I mean, it is the truth, but they're not carrying it properly, but it is the truth, these people will end up in hell. Um, and then I was thinking about this, um, God does not embrace our sin because he is without sin. What he does is correct our sin. So even us coming as sinners to him, we get this transformation that happens in our lives where it's like the sin that was within me, even the sin that I didn't know of, it begins to change because I'm drawn closer to God. So it's like, but like the first, it's like, why would, why would someone who is gay come to church? It's like because they want something in their life. And so like let that person walk um, walk in the church, let that person get that transformation. And like if this person is actively seeking God in their life, who are you to condemn them? Because like this person might even be seeking God more than you have ever done in your whole life, and yet you're condemning them for the sin. That they are still in the process of working with um, with God, with. so it's like let's not let's not condemn people. Let's learn not to judge people because like, we don't know who that person is. Like if that per if that person is, is in church and you're trying and you're saying, yeah, I, I acknowledge that this is a part of my life, but like I'm I'm trying to be like God. It's like let God do the transformation. Let us not play God or try to be advocates for God. We are called to be witnesses for Jesus. For real, for real. Um, yeah, man, that's that's really that's really that's really all that it is. It's like, and I found in my life that a lot, well, not really in my life, but just with people that I've talked to, particularly in the black church, it's like judgmental is a very big issue in the black church because. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the times, and even in, in the um, even in the African church too, like a lot of the times that there's things like gossip that go around and things like that. So that's why, you know, I, I just I just found there's like so many judgmental Christians.
which is like it's like first of all the like don't 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 act like your sin is, is any less than somebody else's or like don't act like before you woke up on sunday and came to church you weren't struggling with something that was probably even worse than that and then so like who are you to judge somebody when you're de- when you're dealing with your own issues and then and then like, like secondly the bible says that all sin is equal like murder and you know molestation and all these different things that are like way out here seemingly on this spectrum are the exact same as like you telling somebody a lie or like a white lie there it's 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 all on the same thing so who are you to judge somebody because of what because of what they're going through when you when you're dealing with your same thing because in the eyes of god you're a sinner too like you know us four if god were to come back we would all be sinners but the difference is that we've all been saved by faith to then to then like approach him as a blameless you know soul if it wasn't for that we would all be gone out of here nice. so it's just like i don't get when people are like well you know don't listen to him over there because like, he's doing this or like when, or like when folks will gossip in church and they'll be like well you know him over there he's sitting with that and you know he got divorced and you know he's gay and she's cheating and he's doing this and he's doing that but then you go home and then you're like yelling at your wife or like hitting your kids like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? it's yeah that's just something that like i i've always hated growing up but especially now that i'm like you know saved and stuff and i can see it through a, through a different lens like i hate when people act like holier than thou it's like the old, that old head mindset hated it too. I mean, yeah, cause like coming from Haitians, like they love just other people. Like they don't care. Like, it don't matter. It, it could be your fault you wear. And me being like a pastor's kid, that made it even worse. Cause like if I was not as well dressed as my as my dad was, something like that, and he's like, oh, what's good with your son? Or this and that third. So you know, like you know, they always just judge you just as if I'm supposed to be like more better than you. Cause I'm the pastor's son. It's like we're both on equal standing here. So you know, it was it was kind of weird. I also feel like it's become it's become a you know a contest of pointing to see who has sinned the worst and really it's every sin is really terrible no if, if you sin it's it's a sin there's not any there's not any like levels to sin that you can really accomplish it's like you can't it's not like a call of duty game when it's like new sin unlocked nah it's not it's not like that it's just it's, it's literally like it, it's like if you sin you sin someone else sins you can't be pointing at them it's like oh well if he if he sinned then that is a much bigger sin than what i did and it's like it doesn't it, it doesn't work like that and for people to you know really attack and treat each other's sin as a little a little like pick me upper it's kind of it's kind of terrible if you think about it but then if you think about it that's also the world like the fallen world that we're that we're in right now because you know whenever something happens people are so quick to point to the next person it's like oh well since i so since that happened this shouldn't be a thing you see that all in politics you see that on twitter all the time with like the little mini argument trying to see you know which little and they can nitpick at each other so it stems from a lot of 
deep-rooted issues not with only in like the, the black church but churches in general and then the world uh, is that they at the end of the day what we see and what we absorb is kind of what we put back out so if you're really used to seeing all of like the little like what can i what can i pick at someone then you're bound to you know really get those characteristics and habits and then put those on each other which we can't happen so at some point the cycle has to be broken and i feel like as like the new generation in the church we just need to really break that cycle and just end it off right there exactly that's what i'm saying it's like something that i think we need to do as a christian like generation and um and we can um we can uh, we can move on after this, but something I feel like we need to do as a Christian generation, like us young, us like younger people, is understand the person that you're ministering to, and understand the things that they may be they may have carried with them. So like, so like for example, if you're if you're like ministering to somebody, or or if, if, you, if you're if you're friends friends with somebody who has, um, you know, depression, right? And then you're not telling them the gospel or whatever. It might not be the best thing to tell them if you don't repent, you're gonna to go to hell. Even if that might be the truth. The the because the reality is if they carry that with them, then it's not then <clears throat> it's not gonna feel like 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 a choice. It's gonna feel like you know, this guy is telling me that I'm gonna to go to hell if I don't do this and I don't and you know like I'm not with that. Which will then lead into being even more depressed because you no, know, God isn't there to help them out of, out, of that, out of that situation because He wasn't introduced the right way, or even, or even going back to to homosexuality. It's like if you're friends or if if you're ministering to a a homosexual you know crowd or a same-sex same-sex attracted crowd, know who you're talking to. Like know that these people have been persecuted both by the world and by the church and then try to be the bridge between that like harp on the fact that God loves them harp on the fact that that no matter what happens they can still be saved you know like harp on that don't try to be like well you know uh in Leviticus 20 like come on they they know that already and they've heard that already that's not gonna like that's, that's not gonna help them all it's gonna do is stroke your ego because it's going to do is stroke your ego because you're going to be like, well, you know, all these sins over here, I'm pure, I'm in the pulpit, but you still got your own stuff that you're dealing with, like, like we said. So just be careful who you're talking to and like t- take the time to hear them, take the time to hear their struggles because then when you hear somebody's struggles, it allows you to actually like better sympathize with them and then preach the gospel more intuitively and like just be more smart about it instead of just going through the same you know song and dance like don't just try to you know earn like brownie points and say well you know god i say this person say this this person because the bible also also says this at at the day of of judgment there's there's gonna be folks who go to god and say you know god haven't i done this haven't i done that haven't i saved people haven't i done that but god's gonna say depart from me for for i never knew you God's gonna literally say, depart from me. It don't matter who you save, it don't matter whatever. All that matters is, are you living for God? 
And are you loving people and are you leading them to God the right way? That's all it is. It don't matter if you're the pastor's kid. It don't matter if if you're the pastor. It don't matter who you are because we're all held to the same bar. So just like, so just, just anybody who's watching right now, I guess, just like take the time to learn people and like learn what they're going through, like learn their struggles. And then if they, if, if, if you feel the conviction to tell them about, about the gospel, then go ahead and do that. So that's where I'm gonna leave it off at. But so next we can move on to John, you want to talk about self victimization in the black yes. community? Yeah, sure. Like lately I've been seeing like from like all groups, you know, like including like black people too, you know, like they would like to use the fact that they are oppressed as a reason to validate certain actions, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like I feel like acknowledging it as something that you need is a hard way to get over instead of just using it as a reason to like, oh, this problem is happening because I'm black. This problem is happening because I'm a woman. This problem is happening because I'm this. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's like a, like a weird way of like you're victimizing yourself. When in reality, you should be told like, yeah, I know I'm disadvantaged as a black person, but I just, just got to work harder to get over that disadvantage for now. And we got to work for it, but not get over that in the future. And like, I've seen people be like, oh, well, since we are the oppressed, we can go back at the oppressors with the same thing. It's like, bro, it's just continuing on the cycle. You know, it's kind of like a weird mindset you're having. You know, so I feel like it's just a, a problem that I don't really like seeing. <clears throat> yeah, I feel you. Um, this is something that I see from around a lot, actually, like on Black Twitter, like, because you have the people that are, you know, like the Candace Owens people, the Candace Owens of the world. And then you got people that are actually knowledgeable about the struggle and like say well, what you said because there's because the, the, there's a difference you can like don't make your victim don't make your stance as a victim which we all are as black people we're all victims of this you know crooked society this white white society but don't let that become your idol and what i mean by that is like what John said, don't, um, <clears throat> even though, yes, I, <clears throat> I speak from, I speak from privilege personally. Like, you know, I, I went to, I went to private school. I did this and that, whatever. I live in a, like, I don't live in the hood, but, and I, I understand that I speak from privilege when I say this, but at the same time, we can't let our stance on this earth really define the abilities that we can do. Like, I understand that people have very different scenarios. People are living in the hood. People can't afford school. You know, people need to work and do whatever. But that's where people like us come in to help because, you know, there's there's tons of like organizations that, that people people can become a part of that will help them get into college. There's things that, mm-hmm. like there's, there, that there are tools set in place. The problem, and I've seen this too, because I, I live, because the, the area that I live in, <clears throat> the problem is that these organizations have a very white savior complex. Like they're they are started by white people, funded by white people, and then their whole thing is like, you know, I just love like you know saving the lost and saving this and doing that, like helping these poor little Negro kids, like. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just the, it's it's like that savior complex. So then the 
the crux becomes less of how can we help these children and it, it becomes more of how can I get these brown employees and that even happens and that even happens for black black owned um, organizations too it's like how can I look like a good person how can I you know donate just enough talk just enough do just enough and then when they go to college I'm like well hands off like nah it's a constant it's a constant constant thing so that's the only way that we can really get around it in my opinion is just like if if we have the means to help then help because the reality is not everybody can access what John just talked about like that idea of not letting your pain be an idol because you know there, there's people that are struggling hard like people you know can't pay their bills people got a performance table they got like three kids living in a one bedroom like it's tough out here for a lot of different people and and a lot of times they don't have the mental capacity to think about that so that so that that um construct ends up being the reality and ends up being the reality that they operate on so to break that like i said before we just gotta help them if we have the means to like if there's a homeless guy that you see give him a couple of dollars if there's an organization that, that you see on instagram that you know you don't have the means to, to donate to but you want to get the word out put on your story if you if, if you do have the means to donate or even better to volunteer then go ahead and do that like we can't let our pain be out about the same time we gotta we gotta help heal our pain as a community like you know what i'm saying yeah i feel you on that one especially i'm like you so it's like what i said you know I may sound like, like a bit off because I came from, you know, privilege as well. I really had all my food on the table, went to private schools, had vacations, <laughs> went to summer camps. It really everything that sort of um, defies the quote unquote black experience in America. If some people want to call it that. But a day was a day was 100% right because there is a ton of of all these organizations that want to say oh you know we're we're doing our we're doing our part to really help the help the black community when it's like are you helping because you want to help or are you helping for some good brownie points on your conscience and to put on your story and it's like hey um it's like i'm helping this like a quick like photo ops it's kind of like what like I don't want to say like all celebrities, but like some celebrities do when they go to when they go to different when they go to like different countries all around the world, especially different countries in Africa, where they're like, oh, let me let me like help for I don't know like two two days, take like I don't know like five photos, and then you never really hear about it again, and that's where the quote unquote you know like the white savior complex comes into play. And then there's also the fact that it's like the system has always kind of really taught us to be victims because it's always like, oh, you're you're automatically the victim because of, you know, something that was obviously not in your control, but this is this is where you are now and you kinda have to you have to like play the victim, but at the same time, you really can't let society really tells and keep us down like that so it's up to like african-american and black like those are in higher power just create new 
create experiences and create a, like outlets for people to really vent their anger, vent their frustration. As on, uh, hold up, didn't Jay's it? Um, isn't Jay Z making a a music school in? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing something like stuff like that, stuff like that. For people like us to really get rid of that victim mindset and it's like at the end of the day you have to get rid of that victim mindset i'm not saying that the victim mindset is your fault because it was placed on you by people who did not have the best interest for you. so having a victim mindset is not your fault don't don't let anyone ever tell you it's your fault for being in the position that you're in because the position that we were in or are in now has literally been a hundred years in the work so while uh, while other communities were prospering we've been really getting like shot down time and time and time again so that's where that mindset comes from but for the people that do sort of use it because i see i also see a lot john that people are using that to really kind of validate where they're at now and it's that's a tipsy scale for me because it's like okay you know i see you're using this but how long are you gonna use it it's like that it's like that one friend that did something for you and then that one friend just keeps on bringing it up every time he needs a favor it's like hey, remember when i did this for you so can you help me out and he keeps on using that over and over and over again so it's like how many times are you going to use that excuse or the reason that you are right now i'm not saying that the original reason that you're in now is not your fault but i'm saying you can you only get a certain amount of you know excuses to use that reason before you start to like quite you have to question yourself it's like am i using this reason because it's a valid reason or am i using this reason to sort of make myself feel better for the place that i'm in right now and trying to realize that oh you know it's not my fault this this person did this down there when you sort of can have different different outlets and different areas that really help you really like rise not rise a lot but sort of like start to get yourself on your feet but also again it's it's very hard as this the society that we're in now i kind of call like the leviathan where it's like it's an organized construct where it's if you're if you're at the bottom it's very hard it's extremely hard to get uh to get to the top it's like starting a new youtube channel the algorithm's already against you it's like you're already about tooth and nail to really get viewers and to get subscribers because youtube already has a set a set thing in place for what they want and that's sort of like the world for african americans if you're at the bottom and you're just like you're just starting out or if you're at the bottom in general it's going to be very hard to claw your way to the top because society already has what they know that they want and if you're not it then they're just going to keep on like brushing you back down and like taking other people who are ahead of you so i mean my stance on it is yeah we're where i believe everyone is like that's like is like a quote-unquote victim but it's like what are you gonna what are you gonna do with the time that you have are you gonna keep sort of making excuses on why or are you gonna 
put that in your pocket and sort of use it as motivation to say, why not me? So yeah, that's my stance on it. For real, for real. Thing was bugging yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, the point that I didn't made of like how some people are struggling. You know, it's hard for them to get out of that mindset. But um, I love to think of it as you know people throw out help. You know? And I love how you said like our part to play is like to help. And you know it's one thing to throw out help at people, and it's another thing for people to receive that help and then go and do something because it's like I will help you so that you can become dependent on me I help you so that you can be empowered to go and start doing something and when you get into the victim mindset you are no longer looking to empower yourself but you become like hey man you should help me now like help me again and again and again and again it's like what about all the things that you had received like until you're going to start putting work in order for those things to grow. And it kind of reminds me of like the servant that like got that one one time and then he hit it on the way. It's like, come on, man, um, let's start building up on this and hopefully this gets somewhere where it's like I no longer have to look at myself as a victim because of like how much I've been changed with the little that we started with. So, you know, like, Having that victim mindset, it could be a thing where it's like when you don't start moving with what you have read, it's like, oh shoot, now turn everything to make myself a victim. And I feel like I feel like I've said that a couple of times, just in general. And it's like, is it because I'm doing it? because I'm doing Like, no. It has to change to do because we're. But, yeah. Like kind of odd on, like um. Also, I've seen people be like, "Well, yeah, because this group does it to us, we can do it back to them." And I'm like, "Ah, that's that's, that's not really how that works." Like someone wrote this little paragraph. I thought I'm also me. I saw it on. Homie's like, "Yeah, um, when our oppressor comes up to our oppressed, they're punching down. When our oppressor comes to the oppressor, they're punching up." I'm like, "Bro, you're still throwing punches. What are you talking about?" Like, I'm just like, that logic is is heavily flawed. Like. That's a good kind of stupid way to think about thinking about things. I'm not gonna go to a white person. I'm not gonna. I hate you because you're white. the ones they were not the ones who were attacked first yeah, yeah. or i mean yeah like y'all all made like you know dope points because this it's what is it it's what is it at the end of the day it's like we can't let even though the victimization of our race is very real like just let's just get out the way nobody here is saying that black folks folks of color don't have any kind of you know disadvantage in this world because we do what we're, what we're trying to say is that that can't be the like that can't be a reason for you <clears throat> to not 
still be somewhat successful in your own right. Like, I feel like we also have to, have to try to redefine what black, like, what black success is because oftentimes we see black success as just white success with a black face. Like we're like, oh, I want the white folks money. I want what they got, I want what they got. But, <clears throat> but the system has adapted itself and evolved to the point where even when we do get what they got, they still got way more. Like Jay-Z's money ain't touching Jeff Bezos's money. Oh, you know I mean? 100%. Like, never, he would never touch that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but that's like, but that's like, that's the that's the most apparent thing of the system is that no matter like, you know, Jay Z got billions, but Bezos got like a peer, like a trillions. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you're right on that aspect, but but we still have to really like define what. See, everyone has a different. Everyone has a different. I don't know, like definition right, to right. their own, do the, like, yeah, to their own success. Cause it's, if someone had, cause no matter where you're at, if you're at like a different level, like there are, there are people who are, who are poorer than me, obviously. So their success might be a little bit different to my success because it's like, you know, seeing my success is, oh, I wanna be, I wanna be like a millionaire someday. That's my success. While someone, someone else's success is, oh, you know, if I, yeah, you hear more often than not that rappers are getting are getting sued because they didn't pay back the jewelers that they rented the that they rent all their all their chains from. And it's like it's it's like it's a flex. It's and then there's also success that we see from our own peers it's like on instagram let's take it let's take it a step from millionaires to everyday life with normal with like normal people that look like us on instagram are y'all really gonna see people post some photos of their lows not really are you, are you really gonna see people post some photos on their this lows you can't you're not gonna it's like you see that and it's like oh I want to reach their success. Well, you you they didn't post the lows, so you don't know the lows that they've gone through to get to their success that they are now if they have success in general. You can go on a vacation. You can use all that money for a vacation. But is that money for is that could have could that money have gone to uh, an apartment? Could that money have gone to like, like, see, there's so many different variables. Hey, disconnect. Really talking about victim, like victimization, like in terms of that success, it's, it's like it can, it can go, it can go either, either way. Like we've gone like just a, a little bit off topic, but you know, it's, it's, it's literally, it's literally the same thing. You can't compare your chapter, your chapter one to someone's chapter four or your chapter two someone's chapter like eight and i think that's where as a society for josh that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of where like we're jacked up because we've all we've been always comparing since the 
since like the early days you see your friend walk into class with like these new shoes with the new ipod touch and you're like oh i'm trying to it's like you know the phrase that like, i'm trying to get like you it's like it's a joke it's a joke now or it still is a joke but like if you I apologize, chat. Yo, I don't know what's going on with my with my, with my Discord, bro. It's acting different. I truly apologize. Hold on. It's acting crazy right now. I can't I can't join the call. I just want to be a billionaire. I just want to do whatever. That's cool, but like, like, what's the impact? Like, I've often found that godly, that godly, godly success has an impact over like the material things which is ultimately more important because once you're gone like what's going to be left of you there's tons of millionaires and billionaires that existed in this time that are dead to history but there's a reason why people like Tupac are still talked about to this day because he had because he had way more influence and impact than anybody else at that time even though he died like Tupac died poor. I don't, I don't know if y'all know that, but like he was like, he had, he had like mad overdrafts. Giving that, how he opened up so many charities, donated, stuff like that. What is, is your legacy is not defined by your possessions. It's defined by what you do with your possession. I mean, it's, no, not with your possessions. It's what you do with your life. So, and also when you get, when you get up there, if you're, if you, if you think you're driving your boat into the gates, Nah, God gonna tell right. you right now. He, he gonna tell you the license and registration, please. <laughs> he, he gonna be like license and registration. I bow. I bow. This John, this John's going right into, right into the lot. That's what I'm like, saying. Not, Your money don't follow you. Yeah, you're not taking. You're not taking that Lamborghini, Mercedes, Bugatti. You're not taking your yacht. You're not taking your house. So, really. The it's like when you wanna like if you wanna be like a victim, it's like oh the reason why I'm black or the reason why I don't have this because I'm black. It's like yes, no, but at the same time, it's really think really focus on what your success is in God's eyes, and then if you know that, and you'll really never look at yourself as a victim because you know someone else has a greater plan for you. So that's that's that's. <laughs> It's a word. It's a word. Hey, yo, this dude's spitting. This dude's spitting. Yes, sir. And that just goes to show you how long it needs to stop because i can even name the name when it started mm -hmm. but you see the you see the nba really taking a taking a, have been taking a stand for social justice for a while now you've been seeing about all the all the reports on oh this it's like 
can the NBA players stop talking about this? You see on like really Fox News. I forget that. I forget that woman's name. I, 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 like Laura, Laura Ingram. Not, Laura Ingram. Yeah, yeah. It, it's her and it's and it's Tori something. It's both of them. Low dynamic duo. Tori, oh, I don't know who you're talking about, but Tori Lee or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm but like them, they've always been like saying, oh, you know, instead of really doing this, you know, shut up and do your job, acting like these players don't they're not black before their profession and it's and it's just because you have like this fame and this money doesn't mean you're not going you're not you are you're on the same chance like being stopped by the cops i know plenty of athletes that have said they've been stopped by the by the police for for issues and i've been treated kind of kind of unfairly you know martellus bennett um from the patriots that um the dn who wrote a book about it he's um been on the he's been on his share end and it's and then now that they're taking like the stance on having social justice like stances on the back of their jerseys i think um down um down leonard had i botched his name badly but you know what i'm talking about game time he has the how many more on the back of his jerseys like like People gotta realize that it don't matter how much money you get or like influence or whatever. If if you're black, you're constantly walking on thin ice. Like we seen that happen time and time again. Like um, like if Jay Z caught any kind of case right now, done instantly. And that and that's no question. That's all happened to Bill Cosby. Yep. And like like he was gone that same like that. That, that that same day who's done that same day like and then like it it doesn't matter how much money you have you're always going to be called back to that mindset of i'm black but it's like i'm successful but i'm still black which is why they also feel that like obligation to go ahead and talk about these things because these are things that have to be talked talked about because they because they have money and because they have a platform and the influence, it hits way harder to people who look up to them. Because you know, you got kids from your old neighborhood that watch your games, or even sports aside, let's talk about just like pop culture. You got Drew Brees's dumb self talking about some. Well, I would never support anybody who wants. And then and then, and then like watch and then like like five days later, hey guys. Um, I messed up. I should have. Um, I should have talked. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like that. But then they want to go ahead and like and like coddle him and be like, you know, it's okay. Just have his opinion. Just, just do whatever. Like, keep the same energy. Because what's, because because what's, because what's more dangerous? A black man talking about injustice or a white man enabling injustice? A certain aspect of like your um your your occupation can discredit or credit your opinion is it, arguably the dumbest argument I've ever seen. Talk about oh you're just there to play sports, entertain us, but then why is that different from a guy that's working at McDonald's that doesn't entertain anybody? But his but his, but his boss, like it doesn't matter, bro. You can still have your own opinions, bro. It's your dependent's opinion. And how are you gonna tell someone that came from like like LeBron? He came from um I forgot Akron, Ohio, in uh, Akron, yeah. Akron, yeah, Akron, Ohio. In lower class situations, so he would obviously know as much as anyone else. He's got out of it. 
why would why would his opinion lo- mean less than anyone else's? Talk about oh shut up and dribble. Like bro, you're on a Fox TV show lying for, for club. Like it doesn't make any sense, yo. Like <laughs> about the entire argument. A lot of people making the NBA because they're black. So why don't I get the chance to speak about um, what is killing my people? It's like a lot of people, they strive. It's, a, it's like a way for us to get out of the hood. Mm-hmm. It's like, so they strive and they make it to this place. And it's like, yeah, man, I'm the NBA now. I make it big. So like, why won't I be able to speak about like injustice and stuff but you know it's like do you see how i got here do you see what brought me here do you see like the background because i feel like people are it's like how you see someone who's rich but then you don't know where they came from so you like you you criticize them like man you're just rich you don't know what's up and then it's like but do you know where they are from that's the only way you can appreciate their wealth. Don't forget where you came from. Like, see, see, if you want to go further, it's just like sports in like general. Because I don't know if you saw like the um on Twitter, the Browns defensive end Miles Garrett. He literally posted screenshots of his Instagram DMs with I think four, uh, in about. Give me one second. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, um he posted his um he posted his screenshots of four um four white people calling him like the N-word with a heart with a heart R at the end. And it's just like that that's what they go through for really just like speaking their mind and you really have to think about it. It's like, alright, and you're telling them to really like inside me like see shut up and dribble is kinda of like for basketball, but it's like really kind of like shut up and do your job for really all sports when they go through so much especially you saw what they did with you saw what they did with old Kaepernick they got him up out yeah like like in an instant and just for like just the fact that after that they're still getting these things that people are still doing this after the profession that they and it's like oh you just exist for our entertainment it's like what it's like you are you are literally trying to degrade them back to tap dancing. That's that's literally what you're telling them. And like, come on now, like, all right, you do that, but we're like, we're still getting, we're still getting paid more than you. We still are living our lives, but at the same time, we cannot speak. And then they say, stay out of politics. Yo, this is this this is their country too. So you don't think that they should sort of have like a man? Our president was a celebrity at one time. He was literally on TV shows, yeah. I want people to think about that. On a reality show. Yeah, I I, I, I just want people Fresh to think Chris. He did. He did. But I did I like for, and he he, and he he was also in Home Alone for that brief cameo. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're telling them they can't have their opinion and they're quote unquote celebrities then look no further than look no further than the highest in office and there you go. 
That's what it is, man. It's crazy how they all want to be like, oh, well, Colin Kaepernick, he's a hero, but y'all black blackballed him out the NFL. You did not have that same energy when that, when that was happening. But they they, they want to talk about that. Yeah, like to this day, I still commend Cap so much for like even considering doing that. Cause think, like that's your whole livelihood. Like, it, this is before any any of the guaranteed money from the contract even came in, and he he still, he, he still went ahead and did that. And like, look at what happened as a result of it. Now that's that's the kind of stuff that, that, that that's the kind of stuff that we should be like not not scared at all to do. And can we talk about how someone is only a hero after they lost something that was big to them? Yeah. Yep. Why are they why are they only called a hero? No, why are they only called a hero after the fact? Like where's the where's the same energy for heroes during the fact? It's like it's like why do you it's it's almost akin to appreciating someone more after they died rather than when they were alive. And it's like why weren't you saying, Oh, this man's such a hero, he's doing all this while he was still in the NFL. It only took y'all now bleach reports posting every other time, oh Kaepernick is doing this. I still love the Bleach Report, but this is a fact. It's like they're pre- they're they're in ESPN. They're just saying, "Oh, Colin Kaepernick this," and it's like you know what? ESPN they're very they're very like you know heavily based on Kaepernick. Like they're more for him because of like who they who their stance is. But like just other platforms, like Colin Kaepernick, he's a hero now, and it's like why now? Why not while he was playing? Why not while he was a football player? You can be a football player and you can be an activist at the same time. Facts. And also, too, um, I feel like ESPN also has that stance, though, because their biggest moneymakers are, 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 are both black. Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Shannon Sharp's on Fox. Oh, my bad. Fuck. But Stephen A. still, though. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I watch Force 10 and get off my bat. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, that's for real. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can move on to the last topic of this is from Teme, but just about 2020. Y'all know it. Y'all been living through it. Y'all hate it. The past you know what I'm saying? Y'all hate it. But is it getting worse to y'all, or is it just like is it just is it just just whatever at this point? Me, 2020 got like a weird dynamic right now. It's like, for me personally, it hasn't been too bad, but like for real, this has been, t- been terrible. So it's like, I, I don't know how, how to feel about it. Because like, low key, like, it, it, of course I've had my bad moments, but also it's benefited me in different ways. Cause I try to work through the, the the downsides. But then at the same time, you know, so much has been happening back to back, back to back. It's like, damn, it's kind of hard to see the good side. And me personally, like, Although I I know this is the bad side to it, I'm like you know what I'm gonna try to work through this and get this done. I'm gonna try to learn this. I'm gonna try to make and and, and uh, increase this aspect of my life. So you know like 2020 has been bad as an overall, but for me personally, it's been you know too bad. Facts. Me. I feel. Yeah. I feel. Um. If I could have a personal metaphor on how 2020 is. I feel like Meek Mill when Drake released back to back. Yikes. 
That's that's really that's literally how I feel. It's like, dang, how many L's can I take? How many L's can we, how many L's can this world take? It's like the half score is like it's like forty five to zero at this point. Like when is the world gonna catch up? But I mean it's uh see I feel like there's kind of, there's a light at every tunnel. So you gotta you gotta keep hoping that it's going that's gonna get better because as soon as you as soon as you lose that that hope that it's gonna get better, you start thinking of how it's gonna get worse. So you always gotta keep that positive mindset. So I'm always keeping that positive mindset. You know, jokes about 2020 are jokes. It's like when we're talking about, you know, you know, it's like we're saying, yo, how much, how much more of 2020 can we get? It's all, it's all jokes. But like we're all, we're all thinking. It's like you know, we gotta, we gotta keep positive because we, we all know what 2020 can dish out. Now, if y'all haven't been keeping, if y'all haven't been keeping track, it started off with World War Three scares. Then we got, then the 2020 then took Kobe from us. Which literally hurt. I cried. I legit cried. I did too. And after that, after Kobe, it was COVID. Then we. Was then we yeah. Actually, no. Actually, even, no. Even before that, you had you had wildfires, you had hail, and you had floods in Australia. Hey, was on fire for the good three and, Yeah, we, we, had, we had the fire uh, and juice world. That was before. Yeah. That, and then don't, don't, don't. and pop smoke and pop smoke. Yeah. Hold up and don't forget, don't forget the locust. Don't forget the locust invasion. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the killer. Locusts. Don't forget that. And then there were so many. We got we got the killer hornets. We got monkeys stealing COVID samples. Oh. <laughs> it, 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 this is wild, yo. <laughs> 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 we had. Go ahead, Timmy. Oh, I said I love how we can just laugh about it now. It's like we're keeping score at this point. It's the monkeys that took the COVID samples from me. It's like, yo, how can how can it get to that? How can it get to that to for us to realize that this is Jumanji? It's like y'all seen the movies. How many like little black lines on my arm can I lose? <laughs> and then after that is COVID, then the race riot, then we got the riots, and we got more, then we got the more murders, and then, and then I think, I, th- I, I think we've all caught up, we've all caught up, and most of, what do you say? Oh yeah, the explosion in the uh, lemonade. Oh, and, oh yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the explosion, remember, it's like, and then we got, national kids too. And then we got, and then we got hurricane and tornado season on top of that. Man. So the thing I'm worried about is November coming up. That's election. Hold up, hold up, and hold up. And you just reminded me, it's hold up. What day? What month is it? It's August. We still got September, October, November, December. One more to go. Yeah, we got, we got, we got four more months of this. And I saw on Twitter, someone said, yo, imagine being at December 31st and it being um, December 31st and it being 1159 and then it just hit 1160. 
And then the time just kept on going, and I was like, yo, wait a second. And then I also saw one where it says, imagine being it be December 31st at 11.59, looking up at the sky and saying, congratulations, you've completed the trial. So I'd have been, oh my god. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, welcome to level one. Level one. Level one. Level one. It's like, stop this. I want to get off. I don't want this no more. So can I log off the game? Like, can we turn it? Bro, if that happens, people will get saved with the quickness, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking lines all the way out the church. Like, bro, people will be getting saved left and right. <laughs> you will suddenly have an epiphany, but like, I believe. <laughs> Like, let me let me do this real quick before stuff gets serious. Let's nah, like, yeah. I'd be insane, man. Hey yo, the man's <laughs> <laughs> get your hands, bro. <laughs> we can talk about Smith was rubbing on some food the entire time for this good third past 30 minutes. Just chomp and look at him. Yo, that's so That's it, that's fine. That's fine. Oh my god. You make me cry. Yep, yep, yep. And, and mind you, most of 20, most of bad things of 2020 happened within the first three months of 2020. And it was just like, it was just going like that. And it was like, dag. Like, and you were thinking, dag, it's only, it's only April and all this is happening. And then it was like, it's only July and it's only August. And it's like, dag. Yeah, I mean, we're having a, a seven game series right now, you know what I'm saying? You know, back and forth, three, three, going to the final, final quarter. Facts. You stop Man, I just, I just want it to be just 2021. I bring on the, bring on the next year. Talk about it, bro. Like, like, I, I saw this thing on Twitter where somebody was like, we just got to call, like, in, in the history books, we just got to call 2020 the incident. The incident, bro. I, I feel so bad for the kids that going off to study 2020. Yo, for real, like all the college kids that are freshmen, like that are now going into freshman year, like that probably sucks. I especially, mean, especially kids in, especially kids in grade school, they're going to get to chapter three of 2020 and be like, yo, it's, are we at the are we at the killer hornets or are we at the monkeys stealing COVID? I forget. <laughs> it's like when do the when do the riots come in? And I'm like, yo, the yeah. test gonna be wild. That's page two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, like I would say for me, I knew 2020 was gonna be different after Posmo died because to me that was the most like just why moment to me like. You said Pop Smoke? Yeah. Like, bro, like, I'm Not 19. Cold? Pop Smoke was, no, no, hold on, hold on. I said, that was when it, that was when it started. That was when it started. And then when Kobe would hit, I was like, okay, so we're just, so, so we're just not gonna, not gonna have any fun this year. <laughs> but no, like, when Pop Smoke hit, that was, that, that hit me because he, he was a year older than me. Pop Smoke was 20. Okay. And, and. All I'm, right, I'll give like, bro, he was just getting his thing started. He was doing everything. Like, he was, like, getting money, whatever. And then in an instant, he just died.
like to me that was like so so wild that like like your life ha hadn't even started yet he like i'm again like he, he was 20 years old and he had his whole really his entire life with, and juice world too they had, had their entire lives and kobe kobe was only in what like, like 46 like they all had their lives ahead of them but they're like, like, they all what got me was Kobe congratulated LeBron on passing his stats, and that was the yeah. last tweet that this man sent. Yeah. That was the last tweet. And they were playing against, the, I think I think they were playing against the Sixers when that happened. And it was like, dang. That was, so not only were you playing against the Sixers, one of Kobe, it's like Kobe was from like Lower Marion. So it's like, you already, it's like, you already know, like, you know, him in Philly. And this man was wearing an Eagles hat at the game. And he was with his, and I think he was with his daughter. And then it's like, I'm like, yo, as soon as, as soon as I got that notification, I was like, nope, it's a wrap. Send me off to 2021. Cause obviously we don't, we don't get fun times. There's no, <laughs> no fun times to be had right now. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna just be real, this quarantine has been kind of hard for me just because, like, I'm not used to. I think a lot just about like the world and stuff, like on the regular. So just being alone with my thoughts a lot, it hasn't really been like, hasn't really been like good for me all the time. Like, I dealt with a lot of like anxiety and fear during this season, which I, I got over now by the grace of God, you know what I mean? But like, at, at the same time, it's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one that, that's struggling with it. I know I got friends that struggle with all that kind of stuff too, but I just really feel for people who struggle with things like that because this is a time now where people are, are just by themselves and like, just have time to just like to just like think about you know Sam is mom but like <laughs> I know y'all saw that too it's cool I'll try to I'll, I'll try to keep going I wish I was I but now for real though it's like I I um I really feel feel for those that just struggle with that because now people just have time to think, and I really feel for those who don't know God during this because I can't imagine just like, just like not not having any sense of any sense of real security right now, because like people looking for answers in the economy, the economy is going down, politics is going down, like nothing in the world right now is positive, <clears throat> so it. I can't imagine people that like have to go through that. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry, don't worry about it. I had to witness that. <laughs> his his breath spray. <laughs> I, bro, I'm, I'm in it. I'm done with you. You do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, speak for Tema. That's it. But uh, yeah, so I think like the thing is that like 2020 is not yet over. And that's like just the thing that's been keeping me up, you know? It's like the year is not yet over. So like, and I know a lot of people that wrote off the year in like January. And it's like, yep, 2020 in the bag, like trash, 
let's track for 20 like at the start of the year and i'm like bro just let the year go man like how would you criticize a painter unless you have seen the finished work because like you know all those people that like someone is painted something i think like on like americans got talents or something and then it's like someone is painted something like an opposite that upside down image and it's like you're wondering what it's doing it looks hideous so you press the button quick and then when he flips it over it's like whoa and he pours sand and then it's like whoa this is the finished work so i think like that's one other thing that just would hit me like the year is not over you know like when the year is over that's when i get to like have a say like all right this is how the year went yeah this year was like bad but like so far it's like i still have this hope that you know something good is going to happen like, in the year, so. for real like that's like me. I was about to. I was about to say what a day was talking about earlier. It's like I do have like you know some some anxiety that I was going through, and back when it was like it was quarantine, quarantine. Now it's like it's no longer how quarantine was in March, April, or May, where you were literally in your house. You could not see not a soul during those three months. Yo. It's like it's like when you when you're alone with your thoughts before you go to bed and you're just like in your room and in your house, you think why? Like you should you should have think some like some some philosophical thoughts. And it's just like it's just like dag. And a day is right. Like for the people that don't know, God, I I true I truly felt for them because when you have that much time that's literally, you know, the phrase, you know, enough rope to hang yourself with. That's literally the time that you had. You you start to think a lot, and when the future is that, when the future is that, you know, uncertain, you get to like, oh, what's my next goal? What am I doing? And then you start thinking of the things that you haven't, that you did in the past that you could try and you know rectify, but you can't. And then that starts to like eat away at you. So the fact that you know if you have no one to really like talk to or believe in then that's like then that's even more because me i'm a i'm a people person i love to talk to people i love seeing people love to you know just like do things like this where even though we're not virtual i mean even though we're not like in person this is still like you know when we got laughs but like you know back in like when you didn't have that it's wild it's like you were just seeing all those people at temple and now you're literally in your house Mm-mm. Like for extroverted people, that's the worst nightmare. That's the worst nightmare. Extroverts literally became introverts for four months, and that's by, by force. Not, <laughs> it was. It was. It was not like you know what. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit back and watch society. Nah, it's like God said, people by yourself. Enjoy. Like he put you in a closet, and it's just like, all right. You ever been you you ever been in a closet with the door closed? It's not fun. <laughs> it's it's not fun. Yeah, yeah but that's, yeah. Like. that's what that's what the first three months of quarantine felt like, and that's why I think Teme people had so people were judging quarantine people were judging 2020 already based off of like based off of the quarantine. I mean, see, not even that. It's like December, no January. <laughs> January wasn't what happened in January. Uh, I just rolled that. Just rolled that too in January. See, yeah. I don't think that was. I don't think 
I don't think January was that bad. It was, so, it wasn't that scared, Alright, see, but January wasn't like it wasn't it was it was a scare, but it wasn't like anything that we were joking. That was jokes for us. But granted, we're still joking about 2020. But that was just like a little humor for us. So January, I'll give January a pass. That month wasn't that bad. Like February and March, I can see that's where people started because all those happened. So people tend to judge based off of fear already. So since like if a bad thing happened to them, they'll be like, oh, it's like February this happened in March quarantine. So after that, we're just like gonna throw away the year. And like I get that, and you're right. People still need to wait for the finished product, and like see how it all comes out of the end. Cause you never know. You never know. The great, the great thing about, the greatest thing about God is, he's he he could literally change up his plans in a second, and you could be saying, I hate 2020, to be like, you know what, 2020 was actually was not that bad. Granted, everything that happened, but you know, since God was like, you know, God's plan is God's plan. 2020 actually didn't end up like um as best as I thought. Granted, we don't we don't know that because you know we're all in a even though we think we're all in like the same season because we're all stuck together, we're all in like we're all in like a different arc underneath the same season. If that is like if that makes sense, because you no, know, there are different arcs underneath the same season. Yeah. So it's yeah. like we're all in like a little we can be in like little mini arcs, mini little developmental arcs, or just that training arc underneath the same season. So we know we don't know, you know, who who's our gods in right now, but people do judge based on like all fear. So I get I get where they're coming from. The people that said like 2020 is kind of trash at the moment, and the keyword is at the moment. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm going to point. It's like you know, I've I've picked up a few things, you know, like. Eh, it's, it's nothing. I swear, like, there was this one time that bacon stuff were running out in the stores because people were baking because um, <laughs> of quarantine. And it's like a few things that people have been able to pick up that they wouldn't have been able to do in their busy lives. It's like turning that morning to joy kind of feeling where it's like, you know, well, I'm stuck here. What can I do? And people start getting their hands busy with um, a lot of other things. So it's like, okay. I wouldn't have been able to do this if I was still moving around. But now that I got this time to go back in, it's like now I can do this thing. Like even if like I'm locked down, I can still be able to achieve this thing. So it's like, yeah, some like there has been like good parts where it's like, okay, I was able to achieve this thing, which I know that I wouldn't have been able to achieve otherwise. Remember the toilet paper shortage? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that did happen. That was wild. <laughs> that was out of pocket. I told. I was like, why I, you yeah, paper to this day? I, I told God. 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 I'm like, those are people's parents, bro. You know. <clears throat> well, people were no, right. people were swearing up for toilet paper. <laughs> like, I was like, is Sharma, is, is two ply really worth it? Is two ply really worth the uppercut? <laughs> was it really worth the black guy to get this, this toilet paper? Was it, was it truly worth it? To some folks, it was. I mean, shoot. Oh, bro, the stores, yo, the videos I was seeing that people were getting like legit, like stabbed in like shopping markets. I'm like, bro. Yeah. It's 
it's it's over some it's over what some some water like what you know what's crazy the popeye sandwich foreshadowed all that because that was happening when the popeye sandwich got got out <laughs> stop it people stop like, it bro, stop it was getting stabbed over over fried chicken and now they're getting stabbed and beat up over toilet paper it's, it's the same exact thing god was foreshadowing this the entire time what's the food? Oh, it's because the food is dirty, bro. I mean, I'm saying, like... What up, did the Popeye chicken... You know, the Popeye chicken sandwich came out in 2019, right? Yeah. It came out since 2019. I was confused. Oh, all right. I was about to say. I was about to say. If that happened in 2020... Ooh, this year longest as hell. I was about to say. This, like, this year feels like five years. It does, though. <laughs> like, I, I, I had n nothing but time just to like, which I mean, like, that's been good for me because I can like read the Bible and like improve myself and all that kind of stuff, which I've been doing. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, bro, we've been in the house since March. It's August. Right. Right? Your spring break's about to end soon, bro. You're going to spring break for six months, yo. Yeah? Yo, honestly, yo. Phineas and Ferb got nothing on this summer vacation. Did you say tell me? I said, I said, I'm grown in wisdom. <laughs> bro, shut up. Got yeah. so a great beard and everything, yo. Young and outside, <laughs> so and inside. It's been six months. <laughs> it's like, what was it? It's like, it's like, what was the theme song? They said I got 104 days of summer vacation. Nah, we passed that. Nah, it's been what? This, like, this spring break has been the longest spring break at all time, bro. That is crazy. Don't y'all hey, remember when this whole thing started and we were like, you know what? It's no big deal. It's going to be two weeks and then we're going to come back and have a good summer and we're going to go back in, yep. in the fall. Yeah. Oh, shoot. We live in America. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you saying people acting like you ain't say that. Being like this quarantine ain't going to last that long. Man. Dang, man. But yeah, I mean, um, we can wrap it up uh, like quickly, but but I guess just to like, just to finalize it, I wouldn't say 2020 has been, is getting worse because we, we don't know how worse or how better it can get. Like right now, it's at its worst, but we don't know what can happen in the next few months. Something like, something amazing could happen. Like, I'm like, God can move in, in very like big ways, so. I don't see this personally i don't see this continuing for much longer because you know i just feel like i feel like um in the next few months god's gonna like put put the final touches on on us to like improve ourselves and stuff like that like the, the final touches on this period and then we're gonna be back out again but i would urge those that are listening who are christian just like keep improving yourself like get into your bible Read the word, you know, improve yourself, watch church online, like just do whatever you got to do to improve during this time. Because this ain't the end. This is halftime right now. This is halftime. We're just waiting on the next, we're just waiting for halftime to be over. Third right quarter, here. third quarter. Let's say it's third quarter, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, third, third quarter. Josh is counting his fingers. 
We can only pass halftime at like June, so. I was, I was, I was, I was making sure. I was making sure we were right. It's a long halftime. Hold up. This math ain't right. I was like, I was like, hold up a second. Let me, yeah, let me, let me, let me make sure like our months are. Cause you said halftime. Halftime would have been cause we're we're in August. Yep. So. So like mid yeah. quarter. Right we're, now. we're like we're like a little yeah we're like the third quarter. Yeah, but regardless, that's um, that's what it is, man. Just keep going, keep grinding, keep doing what you got to do. Come out of this with a new talent, a new mindset. Just, you know, improve yourselves. Read your Bibles. But with that... Terry had a question. Hold on. Guys in your... What's up? He said, um, up? do any of you study theology or stuff like that? And do your views of faith come from study or from applying those lessons to your own life? um i don't study theology personally i i mean like the little thing the little the theology that i know is, is just from my own study of, of the bible but i don't study it like that and then my views on faith honestly it's kind of both like your own personal faith comes from you like from inside but understanding how that faith manifests in the real world that's all like that that that's mostly biblical study and, and also just like life experience too it's it's both yeah i'll say yeah i'm like um what they said it's all and i'm gonna have my two cents it's all about i feel like half of it comes from you know the bible and how much you really put put time into it and like read and understand and then the other half is really just you know real world knowledge and application because you can you can read you can read a whole lot and be the smartest person in your class but what's the point of all that knowledge if you aren't applying it to real life situations thanks what about y'all too 10 minutes of theology no but i think I probably have like times where it's like, okay, what does this mean? And then trying to study that, but like, no, personally, no, not yet though. Hopefully yeah. one day. But um, yeah, so it's like you read something in the Bible, and then it's like, what do you do with that knowledge? It's like you go do it. So it's like going out there practicing what you read. So I think that's where views of faith comes from where it's like i read something in the bible and the bible says this something when i practice what i've seen in the in the word it's like i see like a live manifestation of what the word says and it's like oh so this yeah. is what this man when he said this and he told us that we should go and do this and it's like okay so it's like because i had applied that in my life um i had gotten to see what it looks like so that it really shapes my faith looks like yeah, yeah that's what it is and for me it's about saying like i don't study it i've had like discussions about it but i haven't like directly studied theology and then like me like i study the bible for like understanding and then like i use my understanding of the word to apply it to real life so that's just a the basic thing for my faith that may go on crazy with my yeah. chances in my video I can't, I can't stand you. I tell me I cannot stand you. Right I mean, now. you took a last bite. Yes. You started going crazy over there, yo. 
Tim, I have a question for you. Were you eating that Twix at the same time, or were you eating like the two sticks at different times? I only took one stick. Did y'all hear what John said? He said Tevin was eating a glizzy. He's all making it a glizzy. Now, Tevin, don't do it. Don't Tevin. Tevin. Hey, hey. Hey, come on! Now. I was trying to do. Nah, nah, dude. Yeah, chill. Don't be doing that on this podcast, you know. Yeah. Wow. For Spotify listeners, Tim is Waller right now. If that's what you're asking, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that concludes episode five of the MOG podcast. Say one thing. The people who ask us on IG, we apologize. We'll get to you probably in episode six. They had, they had to leave early, these two, so you know. We, yeah, thanks. Yeah. All IG questions will be answered in the next podcast, episode six. But thank you all as always for watching. We love and appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for tuning in. Stay blessed. Stay good. Read your lessons. And we'll catch you on the next one. Yes, sir.